0: content creator, Claudine Francois, and the founder of In Good Clean Taste. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs design a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy, delicious tools, tips, and resources that empower their inner and outer game. Every episode, my featured guest and I share our healthy, delicious lifestyle journey on my globally recognized show, Healthy, Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for being here on Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. I am content creator and board certified functional medicine and holistic health practitioner Claudine Francois. You can always learn more about me at ingoodcleantaste.com and on whatever platform you're receiving this show, just be sure to like and subscribe so you can get notified whenever I have a new and amazing guest share their wisdom with us. So today's topic is it's just going to put you to sleep, hint, hint. I know a lot of women who crave help in this area, so let's just get to it. Today's topic is how to sleep chic, mastering the art of slumber. And I am so excited to bring up today's guest. She has a true love and passion for what she does, and it shows. I'm going to bring her up from the green room in just a minute, but let me just tell you a little bit about this powerhouse first. Martha Lewis is a sleep consultant to people who have tried everything and still can't sleep. And as a certified sleep expert and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, she addresses both body and mind with stress resilience techniques and testing for hidden health issues to get to the root cause of her client's insomnia. Who doesn't want to figure that out, right? She goes beyond the basic sleep advice that you read about everywhere else and addresses what's happening in the body that causes the insomnia, y'all, that causes it. She has been featured in numerous publications such as Thrive Global and the Jackson Hole News and Guide and various podcasts around the world. And she is also a passionate speaker on the topic of sleep. So let me bring her up here and you can meet her yourself. Hello, Martha. Thank you so much Hi. for being here.
1: Hi, Claudine. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Sorry, I'm like super excited to talk to you. <laughs> um, because I know so many women deal with this issue and I just cannot wait for them to hear all your, your good uh, nuggets. So I'm going to start by asking you what I ask all of my guests. And that is, what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you?
1: Well, to me, I think of that very holistically of including everything in our lives. So healthy, delicious, we think about food, but I also think it's good to have, you know, great exercise habits, um, great sleep habits and be sleeping well, and to really have purpose and meaning in life. So, and a lot of fun too. That's why we're here.
0: Yes. Purpose and meaning is a big, that's a big factor when it comes to your overall happiness, your overall Feeling delicious in your own life, right? <laughs> um, and of course, who doesn't who doesn't feel better when they have a good night's sleep? Uh, I think everybody.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so awesome. So let's start talking about some of your. I mean, you're an expert in this area. You have spent years honing your expertise on sleep. So let's talk about what can people do when they are not getting a good night's sleep, whether it's falling asleep or whether it's waking up in the middle of the night. I know And your first tip was so, so good. It is eat delicious anti-inflammatory foods. Okay. And some people out there are going to be thinking, what does this have to do with sleep? <laughs> so tell us, please, what, well, first of all, what are anti-inflammatory foods? And secondly, how does eating them help us get a better night's sleep? Yes.
1: Yeah, so anti-inflammatory means that the foods are not causing inflammation. So, Whole foods like, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables, even grains that are properly prepared, you know, high quality meat and seafood, those are going to be um, anti-inflammatory. And other foods like especially processed foods of any kind, but especially those with refined sugar, refined flour, refined oils, and even the foods like gluten and dairy that tend to be a huge part of the standard american diet can also be inflammatory for a lot of people if our guts aren't healthy. And so I love that you wrote delicious because a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, that sounds awful. I've been eating gluten-dairy free for years now and it's it can still be very delicious. I'm definitely a foodie and feel like I eat really well." So Mm -hmm. Um, So that is what that means. So it's really, if you think of it in simple terms, it's focusing on whole foods instead of processed foods. And the reason this is so important for sleep is because most of the time sleep issues are caused from inflammation. And so we can get inflammation from a lot of different sources, from toxins in the environment, from toxins in the food we eat, from our personal care products, from our cleaning products, Um, even imbalances in our body or underlying health issues can cause inflammation and so can the foods we eat and we're eating, you know, two, three, four, five times a day. So that's why changing your diet and eating this anti-inflammatory diet can make such a big difference. But whenever there's inflammation, our bodies release cortisol, which we know of as our stress hormone. It's also an anti-inflammatory hormone. And so when that's happening at night, when you have this low grade inflammation all the time, then, and including in the night and our bodies release cortisol, well, that's going to wake us up, right? Because cortisol gives us energy and helps us focus and concentrate, Mm -hmm. which can cause a racing mind. It increases our uh, blood pressure and heart rate and body temperature. So it pretty much wakes us up and puts us in this fight or flight mode, which is not where we want to be when we're trying to sleep. So that's why um, diet is one of the first places I always start with, because that can make such a big difference in lowering that inflammation in the body.
0: Oh, that is such a zesty citrus moment. I love that. And I want to second one thing that you said, which was about toxins, because like, for example, the area that I live in, there's a lot of uranium in the water. Mm -hmm. So I tell everyone I meet, I'm like, get a water filter, please get a water filter, because so many of us don't realize. What could be in the water that we're drinking that is a toxin that's, you know, um, it's it's gunking, I call it gunking up the system, right? Like <laughs> the liver is getting backed up. It's like, oh, I have all this mm-hmm. extra work to do, and it's just causing this this huge uh, traffic jam in the body. So th- yeah, this I don't think that's something that a lot of people talk about is the effect of inflammation, the effect of inflammatory foods, toxins, the environment, all of those things on our sleep. I especially don't think a lot of people relate it to that cortisol effect. So thank you for that wisdom. That was awesome. Yeah, great. Oh, and you had given us this book. I'm going to hold it up so people can see it. The Complete Anti-Inflammatory Diet for Beginners. It is by Dorothy Calmaris. And I will link this in the show notes. But this is a great place to start because it's for beginners. Right. And it, mm-hmm. um, let me see if I can, it doesn't have a lot of pictures in it. Unfortunately, it's funny because I've noticed, you know, I have like a bajillion cookbooks and I've noticed that since the dawn of the, uh, the Instagram, like everyone puts it food on Instagram, like more of the books have pictures of everyone, but like this has some great pictures. This is this, what is this? This is a, a, a green smoothie bowl. That looks delicious. They have some great, um, salmon recipes, which I love salmon for anti-inflammatory, even things like if you want to have Mm -hmm. a chicken roast, you know, they have all of these. Oh, I just love, I don't know about you, but I'm like a big fan of berries. I could eat berries all the time. But yeah, so thank you for sharing this book because this is a great place for people to start if they are like, I like flavor. I like to eat delicious food. So how do I change my current way of eating into something that is anti-inflammatory? And I like the the um, concept of crowding out where you eat so much good stuff, you don't have time to even think about the you know bag of potato chips in the back of the pantry. <laughs> I'm just looking to see if I can find another good picture. Yeah, even like delicious soups. I'm a big fan of soups. I love soup. Even though it's 110 degrees here, I can still eat soup. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I absolutely love that. And I want to bring up your second tip because this is another one that I think people are going to be like, What are you talking about? So it's like people are gonna be like mind blown on this. And it is balance blood sugar for a restful night's sleep. Martha, what in the world does blood sugar have to do with how well I sleep?
1: Right. Well, this also has to do with cortisol. And so whenever our blood sugar drops too low, then our bodies release cortisol because it is stressed. And cortisol also releases glucose into the cells. So it literally gives us this quick energy and helps raise blood sugar again. And so how this affects sleep, though, is is a lot of times I'm seeing my clients, they have this drop in blood sugar in the middle of the night, then the body releases cortisol, you're awake. But it's really important to keep blood sugar levels steady throughout the day so that that continues into the night. So- Mm -hmm. For example, if you start your day with a pastry and a cup of coffee, your blood sugar is going to spike super high and then your body's going to release insulin which is going to lower it and then your body's going to release cortisol to raise it again and you're and you're also going to crave more carbs and sugar because your body wants that quick energy. And so then you're on this extreme roller coaster and when that's happening all day, that's going to continue into the night. So so, balancing blood sugar throughout the day is really important. And I don't know if you want me to get into how we can do that <laughs> and some well, tips I, there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think of, tell me about wine. Let's, can we talk about red wine for a second? Cause this is a, something that a lot of people are like, we're stressed, right? We are stressed as people. <laughs> and so, a lot of people are like, I just need to wind down at the end of the night with a glass of wine. And then I'll ask, well, how are you sleeping? So I don't know if you could, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here, but can you talk about like, what happens if you have red wine at night in, in terms of your sleep?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a blood sugar component to that as well, for sure. Although wine, red wine has lower sugar than other things you could be drinking alcohol wise. So that's good. But I mean, alcohol is very disruptive to sleep. It can help us fall asleep faster. But it's shown that four hours later, as your liver starts having to process that, that that's going to wake you up. And Mm -hmm. so it's also putting an extra burden on your liver, which is probably already taxed if you aren't sleeping well from all these toxins we're exposed to all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I think the key is finding out how to manage stress without the wine that's actually stressing your body even more.
0: Yeah. And you and I share a love for this woman, Jessie, Achospe, I will say the French version of her name. Um, but she is the glucose goddess on Instagram. And she wrote this book called glucose revolution, which I am geeking out over. Like her tips are amazing. So I don't know if this, if these are the tips you were going to share with us, like how you can keep your blood sugar balanced throughout the day. because. She's got some whoppers. I'm telling all my kids every day. I'm like, what are you eating first? Yeah. <laughs> I'm testing them. So tell us, tell us what you have gleaned either from her, or from your own experience working with clients. Like how does one keep blood sugar balanced throughout the day?
1: Yeah. So I think, I mean, one of the important things that relates back to the last tip too, is eating these whole foods, making sure to eat plenty of protein and fat with every meal, Um, we also talk about, you know, in the training we've had of finding your optimal diet based on your metabolic type. So you're, you know, everyone kind of needs different proportions of fat and protein and carbs. And so figuring that out for yourself is really going to help keep, you know, balanced blood sugar as well. Um, I think starting the day, how you start the day is so important. So having plenty of protein with breakfast, at least 25 grams is what I would recommend. Um, And then trying to have that with all meals as well, and really not snacking, focusing more on just meals. And a lot of times that is enough for most people. But I think when people aren't sleeping well, blood sugar can also become dysregulated because that's something that is regulated while we're sleeping. So I see a lot of my clients who are eating a very healthy diet, a balanced diet, and they're still dealing with blood sugar issues. So that's when I think some of Jesse's hacks from this from the glucose revolution can come in handy. And I noticed they've, they've really made a big difference for me, too. So Mm. she talks about eating foods in the certain order. So you want to start with vegetables first, and that fiber kind of um, starts filling you up and, and it takes longer to break down. So then, and then you follow that with protein and then you eat carbohydrates last. And so going in that order can really help and having what she calls a veggie starter or a green starter. So it's so interesting too, how this ties into so many cultural habits of starting with the salad. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, now we know there are reasons why, People kind of intuitively, culturally did things like that. With Um, the vinegar. Yes, exactly. With the vinegar. Who knew? Yes, it (laughs) should be bitter. Yeah. Yeah. One of her other hacks is having apple cider vinegar and water. um, And that can help with blood sugar. It's also great for digestion and liver function and everything. So, Mm -hmm. again, like you think of Italians having like an aperitif, you know, of Campari and soda before a meal like those, that bitterness helps stimulate our digestive juices and bile flow in the liver. And um, so it's good for digestion, too. Um, And then what else she talks about moving after eating. So some sort of she talks about squats or going for a walk or whatever, all of these things can help keep our blood sugar levels a lot more steady.
0: I love it. Or even like cleaning up the kitchen. If you have to spend 10 minutes just like actively like wiping down the counters and yeah, um, yeah, it's so good. I love that you brought up the metabolic type because I personally was one of these people who kept like following the, you know, the method du jour. I was like, okay, everyone tells me I have to eat a ton of protein but I feel really sluggish and tired when I eat a ton Mm -hmm. of protein. And then I found out that I am almost a slow oxidizer. Like I'm a mixed oxidizer to the point of almost being slow, which means I do better on plant-based proteins. I do better with more carbs. And here I had been like punishing myself with trying to eat as much protein Mm -hmm. as possible because that's what everybody said. Everybody said (laughs) I should do. So yeah, finding your metabolic type, doing those little hacks, like you said, I mean, eating whole foods isn't a hack. But eating your vegetables first, then your protein, having the apple cider vinegar kind of activity after your food. And she shows in the book, I don't think I marked it, but she has all these little pictures where you can see, like, maybe, I don't know if you can see it. If you can see, like, the blood sugar spikes, like here, this blood activity, blood sugar spike is huge. This activity, it's low. So, yeah, if anyone wants to read the book, I will link it below. So, that is awesome. Thank you for bringing that up because, and she has, she even has a cookbook. Now the new one, which I am super excited about. I'm like, yay. I tried. I don't know if you have tried any of her stuff in here. I tried the cauliflower with um, chimichurri sauce the other night. Delicious.
1: Delicious. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, she's also on Instagram. And so she posts these things almost every day and they're all based on research as well, Mm -hmm. but showing like how, how different things affect blood sugar and how like having a salad first really keeps it within the normal levels and things like that. So it's really Yeah, her fascinating Instagram feed is
0: great. And cause she's she's a scientist, but she has she has this great ability to translate sciencey stuff into everyday person understanding stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly. so good. Okay. So um, one of the tips that I came up with based on our conversation was is it stress? Is it hormone imbalance? Is it gut issues? And one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is like there is testing to find out what is causing your sleep issues? Well, a lot of your are issues, right? There is testing. I mean, how do you use testing in your own practice to help people figure out like, what is it that we can work on?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as, as you know, but isn't widespread knowledge, these underlying health issues can affect our sleep. And so I'm looking at hormone balance. I'm looking at liver function. I'm looking at gut health. I'm looking at mineral balance and heavy metals i'm even looking at neurotransmitters um and so yeah so all of these when the body's out of whack and it's in chaos then certain systems start breaking down and for some of us we're more prone to that affecting our sleep and so Mm -hmm. if you can't sleep and especially like i say if you tried everything all the basic sleep advice out there which is the same thing (laughs) you know ad nauseum, I think of like Mm -hmm. avoid things at night and, you know, have a bedtime routine and exercise every day. All these things are important, but they're not helping most people. And that's because there's something more going on. So the testing is really key to figure that out.
0: Yes, that's, it's so, and so important because like you, you kind of alluded to everyone's body reacts differently to things. So for some, some people, if they have Uh, stress in their lives or they have something happening that's causing stress to their body, it could show up in their hormones. It could show up in their gut. It could show up in their liver. It could show up in different places for different people. And for some people, it could give them migraines, for some people, they can't sleep. And so knowing where to start is a great avenue for people who are having this consistent problem rather than just like popping some more melatonin or, you know, (laughs) I've been through the whole doctor route where they're like, just take this, take that, take this. And I'm like, this, we aren't solving the problem here people uh so right. and if people want to know if if they want someplace easy to start to see if their hormones are out of whack i have a free quiz it's in the crawler and i'll put it in the link too so you could also try that um you know and i did i do tell my clients to do a wind down routine and it is kind of quote unquote basic advice but i still find that a lot of people don't do it um yeah. you know i have i could i could talk all day long about what my what I recommend to people for a wind down routine, are there specific things that you tell your clients, listen, start here?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's starting in steps. And so if you're used to watching TV up until the minute you go to bed or working until the minute you go to bed, then start with 30 minutes, like have 30 minutes of wind down. And that can be stretching or journaling, or if you have a meditation practice, meditating, reading a book, is what I prefer to do. Um, And then, and definitely like dimming the lights and not being exposed to blue light. And if you're already doing 30 minutes, then maybe you increase that to an hour. And ideally we're staying away from screens at least two hours before bed. I know that's not necessarily realistic for everyone. And I like to watch Netflix too, but I do try to have this like at least hour window between TV and bed, and I wear blue light blocking glasses, you know, while I'm watching TV. So yeah, so it's important to, 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 you know, give our brains this break from the light and also from stress, we can't expect to just go, go, go all day long, and then fall into bed and fall into this restful sleep. Our our brains and nervous system really need some time to wind down.
0: That is so important. Yeah, and I, I love that you're stair-stepping it because I know for some of us, we can get overwhelmed when it's like, okay, you need to do these 10 things. We're just like, wait. I
1: for two hours.
0: <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, the blue light glasses is a great tip as well. Um, and I actually, I have some that I will link in the show notes. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, you know, for for some people, it's like take a mineral bath you know, or do some just deep breathing or like read an actual book, you know, like in your hand type book <laughs> rather yeah. than on the screen. I know so some some many of us are used to screens and it's really hard to stay away from them these days. But I have found that the nights where I am on a screen, especially if I'm doing the whole scroll on the social, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just checking my notifications, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I do that, it's hard for my brain to fall asleep. I have noticed like my eyes, I don't, I don't know if you've seen this, but like where your eyes, when you close them, you still kind of see the light. Mm. So I have noticed like, I need, I need to be up. And I think one thing that's important for a lot of us in this, we're, we're constantly being bombarded with stuff, right? We have so much technology. We have so many, so much noise coming to us from so many areas. I think a lot of us have turned off our own intuition of like noticing what's going on in our bodies. And I think that might be also a good place for people to start. It's like, well, what do you notice? And it it could be as easy as keeping a journal, right? What do you notice when you have wine at night? How do you sleep? When you are watching TV till bedtime, how do you sleep? When you, you know, when you take a bubble bath, how do you sleep? When you do nighttime yoga, how do you sleep? You know, (laughs) So I love all that Martha. I mean, I'm sure people are going to want more information from you. Tell us how they can find you.
1: Yeah. My website is the complete i about to change to the dot com, but everything's going to forward there. So that will be fine. Um, I'm on Instagram at Martha Lewis sleep detective. I have a Facebook group as well. So you can find me on Facebook under the sleep detective. And I have a quiz on my website too called what's causing your insomnia. So yes. it's looking at, is it more your body? Is it more your mind? And it will give you a percentage of, you know, say it's 20% your mind and 80% your body. So mm. um, yeah, I suggest taking that to kind of to, to start to pinpoint what could be causing this for you
0: oh that is so so good i love that so everybody who's having sleep issues go take the test go to her website i have seen it it's awesome go take the quiz so that you can find out like where where to start i love that martha it has been such a pleasure having you on i cannot thank you enough
1: yes thank you so much it's so fun
0: yay all right i'm gonna link to everything so people can find you i'm gonna put you in the green room while we say goodbye so hang out there have a mocktail mocktail Low sugar. (laughs) I'll be right back. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Was that not amazing? Thank you so much for joining us today. And I want to remind you, how are you creating a healthy, delicious lifestyle for you today? And until then, be sure to join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific and at 11 a.m. Central. And reminder, like and subscribe so you can get notified anytime we have a new episode. All right. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me for another episode every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my globally recognized show, Healthy, Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine.
1: Electric Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. you cast